For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Thursday, March 24th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Fairly standard piss cast here today. We're just going to dive right into it. We're going to talk about a few more white girl slash white guy sayings. Mm-hmm. A fashion, fashion alert for you. Uh, some more retail rock. We're going to argue about the best job in the world. A... Canadian delicacy that's going away for a little while. Things are getting so expensive that they're now putting anti-theft devices on these. Mm-hmm. But first, you're out of context clip of the show. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So we like to talk about white girl sayings. That is like sayings you typically see hanging in my house, basically. <laughs> and then we got talking about what the guy equivalent that would be. Like, what would a guy have hanging in his house? You know what I mean? Like... It depends how old the guy is. Yeah. I, Scarface posters if he's younger. Totally. His college age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then friend of the show, Sean, messaged us, and she had a great metric for this. She says, you can rate these uh, sayings based on how many shots of Pink Whitney out of 10. <laughs> Which I was like, that's a great metric Pink for this. Whitney shots? How many Pink Whitney shots? But I have some that I'd like to run by you, Beckler, to see if these would be considered to you a, a guy saying. Like a classic okay. saying that a guy would hang, okay? We kind of touched on this the other day, and I said a lot of, like, to me... Guy sayings have to do with like hustling and grinding and like yes. outworking everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that... that's one of them. Uh, first oh. of all, I'd rather hustle twenty four seven than slave nine to five. Perfect. Okay. Oh yeah, that's like that's like nine Pink Whitney shots out of ten. Oh jeez. Yeah. Really strong off the bat here. How about this one? Sometimes adversity can turn out to be the best thing that happens to you. It's a Bruce Lee quote. Hmm. Actually, I don't mind the quote. Okay. I don't mind the quote at all. All right, so maybe not quite as cliche, at least. It's what doesn't kill us makes us stronger, but just in different words. Basically, yeah. Uh, Pushing yourself and your body to the outer limits of what you think you're capable of is the only way we can find out what we're truly capable of. Mm, Yeah. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's like... That's like seven crypto scams out of ten. Okay, Eight good. crypto scams, maybe. Also, that's CrossFit. That's the, I don't know, somebody from CrossFit oh, okay. who came up with that saying. So. There was a, an old, I forget who the Greek philosopher was, but had, had a similar quote that it was like, it was a, sh- I'm going to butcher it, but it's a shame for a man to grow old without seeing what his body is capable of. And yeah. you see that oftentimes, like, in gyms. Oh, yeah. And there's all kinds of variants on that one, yeah. too, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what about this one? If at first you don't succeed... Dust yourself off and try again. Wasn't there a song where that was basically the... That's Aaliyah. It was Aaliyah? Yeah. Okay. I just thought... <laughs> that was Aaliyah. I was like, I mean, that sounds kind of like a... Yeah, I mean, it's in the same vein as all this, right? It it's is. like yep. adversity, getting back up, that sort of thing. At first you don't succeed, dust yourself <laughs> off and try again. You can dust yourself off and try again, try again. That's like... If it wasn't Aaliyah, I would give it like... Eight podcasts out of ten, okay. but gonna... <laughs> that's that's a high one. I should have left. I should have left that as a mystery. The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast. I came across this video yesterday. I thought this was so funny. So this is this dude, just a regular looking Terry kind of dude, sitting on an airplane, and he's filming all 
like kind of the the airplane around him. Yep. And uh, this was his caption. Have no idea they are in the pre- these people have no idea they are in the presence of a certified forklift operator. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty like, funny. If they only knew. If, if they, they only, only knew, knew that I they would be pretty impressed. I think that this is the concept of like bragging about something that's fairly common, you know, sure. I think is is so funny. That's so funny. I'm going to start doing that. That's really good. Like I mean, not undercutting being a forklift operator. That's awesome. But yeah, yeah, that's really <laughs> you have no idea you're in the presence of me. Like there'd be a commotion if people found out. Right? Holy crap. Can I get your autograph. certified to drive Amazing. a forklift. Like like Shawna, you are you're sitting across here from a WestJet RBC Mastercard holder, okay? Yeah, well, Becca, okay. you're sitting across from the most improved horseback rider award that I won when I was ten. Look okay? at that! Mm-hmm. Did you? I I don't know if you saw what I pulled in here in this morning when I drove up to the station. That's 2007 Ford Lariat, Ford F150 Lariat trim. Yeah, well, I can eat an entire jar of pickles in one sitting, Beckler. <laughs> Did you know that? Do you know who the hell I am? Do you know? Who I am. The starting post for the city champion grade nine boys basketball team back in 2004. Okay. Well, okay. I I am an elite member of the underappreciated marching band fans club. Okay. You don't get that just for being a regular old nobody. I'm throwing 205 up on the bench these days. So I, I would appreciate a bit of respect for that. Yeah, well, Show me some respect. I am a proud owner of a Swiffer wet jet. Okay. The one that both sweeps and mops. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I saw this video posted from Walmart where there was an anti-theft device on the stakes. Oh, oh really? Their stakes were locked up. And I don't know where this was from, but I was like, is this a normal thing? I don't often go to Walmart, but do they, they lock up their stakes now? Good question. I don't know if I've ever seen meat locked up before, but I mean... I mean, some of those stakes could be like 20-some bucks, right? Well, that's so honestly, like... They lock up, like, charging cords and stuff in mm-hmm. the electronics department, so that would that would make sense. I was thinking about that, though. I was like, they're going to have to... I mean, with the way prices are going, you're going to have to start locking up everything. They should lock up the damn oranges, for God's <laughs> sakes, okay? Because the other day I looked and realized I'm, I'm spending, like, $2 an orange right now. You better really enjoy that. Don't even get me started on the honeydew melons. <laughs> like, you got to lock up... It's crazy. Kind of reminds me of all those memes that were going around when lumber spiked right when oh, yeah. lumber was so valuable you're paying like 10 bucks a board lock up the lumber lock with up the lumber them. yeah yeah to actually see it in action though this was actually happening at a walmart i was like okay here we are i saw a video of somebody going through uh the meat section of the grocery store and slapping stickers on all the meat that was a picture of justin trudeau and it said don't worry it's just inflation oh. just inflation is the uh the term that some of trudeau's critics are using to refer to just the runaway inflation in this country okay well, there but, you go. Yeah. You'd slap that on an anti-theft device and then a sticker there. Okay. I mean, you're standing there really humming and hawing about whether or not you should have meat for dinner, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, you know, for that. I, I, apparently, uh, a friend of mine who used to work at Walmart said that people would steal meat, which I... Yeah. It's like you just... It's the most valuable thing in the grocery store, probably, right? slip a raw steak in your... In your jacket. I would just... Like, you just get a break. You're going to get meat juice all over you and... Are you stealing a, ste- a steak, sir? And no, I'm just bleeding. I yes. was I was stabbed on the way in. I've been hurt. <laughs> Help! I took the train here. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You may have seen this story kicking around yesterday, but uh, Dad's Cookies, the Dad's Cookies company, mm-hmm. said they're no longer going to produce goodie rings. And uh, this is devastating news for people who have no teeth or... <laughs> 
who have never tasted a real treat before. This is really funny because uh, a couple of guy radio friends I saw talking about this yesterday as well. Like every dude I know on radio was talking about the. That's where rings. I heard about it from. Was a friend of ours in radio, our friend yeah. Clayton. Three, like, three different friends. I saw them and all guys in radio. And I was like, "What is it with radio dudes and goodie rings? What's going on here?" I have to admit something to you. I've never had a goodie ring. Well, let me tell you, Shauna, you are not missing much. Okay. Well, like, like if you're going to have a treat, yeah, go somewhere else. I mean, t- to be fair though, I do like a lot of old people cookies. You know, like the dad's cookies and the arrow roots and the digestive cookies, like those kind of things. I they're up right up my alley, and somehow I've missed out on the goodie ring. Great. Like what is? That's that. Like it was at my grandparents' house. That they would have a, like a tray of dad's cookies, sometimes assorted, and there'd yep. be a goodie ring in there. That's the only time I've ever had them. Oh, okay. But like. Mm. If you gave me the choice between like a goodie ring and nothing, I might choose nothing. Oh, is and that just bad? Like, well, they're not bad, but it's just like it's not exciting. Okay. It's really not. It's exciting if you're eighty, maybe. Do you like it's, Dad's cookies though? No. Okay. Not especially. Again, like, I know. would not be. There, there's so many more better options. I well, think. Well, that's that's kind of it. Like it's weird. Kind of. It's weird that people liked those. It's odd, but anyway, I didn't mind Dad's cookie. Just this weird that I missed out on the goodie ring craze. <laughs> I'm gonna have to try one before they're gone. Yeah, the I funny feel like thing I is, need to. They're not in like they're not ending production completely. They said they're going to be in a non-production state. Oh, meaning though there will be the opportunity down the road to bring the goodie rings back. Oh, good. Maybe once the next generation ages enough that they are and, like there's enough so, old people once again. To, are the taste testers of these people with no teeth? Like, is that a requirement? You just kind of gum on it a bit. Between that and, like, arrowroots and stuff, like, you'd think to really understand what these are about and how good they are for babies and old people, you'd think you'd have to not have teeth. (laughs) Okay, now I need to try one. I try to really limit the number of sweets that I have. So you would not go for a goodie ring? No, because if I had a... Someone's like, you want this goodie ring? And I'm like, ah, I guess so. And then later, another sweet comes up, and I'm like, no, I already wasted it on it on on a goodie ring. They should call What's it a gummy ring. That's what <laughs> it should be, okay? Nom, 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 nom. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I got chatting with a friend about what the best job in the world is. Hmm. We were just thinking for fun. We came up with a few that we, you know, tossed around, and maybe you'll have some more to add. But the first one that I thought of was like a TV show host. Something like Ellen, who interviews famous people and just plays dumb games. Like, I always thought that that looks pretty fun to me. Not taking things too seriously and just being able to have a lot of fun. And there's a lot of different TV, you know, reality TV shows that maybe would would lend themselves to that. So that was one we thought of. Yeah, I mean, I guess the the, the answer to this question will depend on what, on what you, you value. Yeah, what, sure. what type of person you are. Like, I mean, I would say that even in this job, like interviewing celebrities isn't my favorite part of it. No, no. So you're right. That wouldn't be the best job in the world for me. I yeah. don't think. Interesting. Uh, the next one we thought of was something like a food critic because, I mean, you get flown around the world to try different foods, yeah. right? Which For many people, cool. that would be a big one. I know for you personally, not so much because you have a very <laughs> particular palate, unless you could, you know, hone in right on just only the things that you like, like the poutines of the world. Different kinds of pasta in, in white sauce all <laughs> over the world. The chicken in different... <laughs> Who has the best chicken? Yeah, maybe not for you. Uh, but then, of course, pro athlete gets tossed out. Yeah. But then it depends on what type of pro athlete, right? Because, like, I wouldn't want to be a professional football player. Right, because you have a short career and then short you spend career, the rest of your life in pain, you're probably. You're injured and yeah. everything else to go along with that. But then I was thinking maybe a baseball player. It's, I think baseball player is the best job in sports. Yeah. 
Would it be something specific? Like, what about a relief pitcher? Yeah. That would, I mean, minimal amounts of work, right? You come in and you have to throw, what, three, four, or five pitches? That's about it. But you can't make as much money as, but yeah, to be like a big closer or something. Although I think I'd actually prefer to be, yeah, I'd prefer to be more on the game because how boring would that be, too? (laughs) You get paid to hang out with the other pitchers. He's kind of, you bro out until you get called and then. I have to be honest, the bullpen doesn't look all that comfortable. (laughs) You know, like they're all kind of just sitting there hanging out and waiting for their time. I'm like, that would be, and a baseball game can go very long. So maybe you'd, maybe you'd be too poor than that. Pretty easy way to make a lot of money, though. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. That, Best job in the world, yeah, that would be up there. I always thought that being a like a like a big time professional musician would be fun. Yeah, and I'm sure it has its drawbacks too, right? Like, there's the road. I was going to say if, the exhaustion of touring. I think really wears on people. Yeah, and if you don't like fame, mm-hmm. if you are uncomfortable with fame, then that wouldn't be good. But like to stand on stage and play an instrument or sing and have everyone sing, have like a stadium full of people sing yeah. your songs back to you, it'd probably be tough to top that. It's true, and as somebody who like. I live off adrenaline. It would have to be, yeah, something involving that type of adrenaline. That would be incredible. This job is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe they pay us to do it. This is, well, this is what they came into the discussion is this job because that's exactly how I feel. Like, we get paid to do this. Just to have We're the conversation. We're talking off our asses right we'd now. We'd be having if we weren't getting paid. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We'd be having the same conversations at a, a bar over a couple beer right now. Like, so like, Hang on. Turn the mics on. Say that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll pay you. It's odd. Okay. I'll take cool. it. Cool. I'll take it. DNS in 20 minutes or less. I always think about the things that people spend their, their money and their leisure doing outside of work. Yeah. And those are the things that I think, you know, like we were talking about pro athletes, pro golfer. Would that be one of the best jobs in the world? Like how much time and money do people spend golfing? But golfing is so frustrating. It's different when it's all on you, I think, than in a team, too, right? Like, right. Like, if yeah, if you're a pro golfer, your earnings are determined by how you play. Whereas think, it's kind of true of all pro sports, but it's you're right. It's a bit different when you're on a team. I think when you, you know, when it's just you, you can get inside your own head even more so, right? Because then it's it's all on you. Mm-hmm. Whereas at least in a team environment. There's a few other factors as well that go into things. For sure. Like one yep. or two players can have a bit of an off day and someone else will pick up the slack. Yeah. If you're a golfer, it's just you, isn't just it? Just you. Yeah. yeah. Even like snowboarding. You know, I love that as a hobby, but I would hate the pressures of having to compete and making it like a, a livelihood thing, right? Well, yeah. Um, you know, even I heard a, it was a pro BMX rider. I heard him say one time, this was years and years ago, but he's like, it was actually, I think it was a guy I knew that worked at a shop in Saskatoon. Oh, I was talking to him one day and he said, you know, when he was younger, he was, he was sponsored. He was a pro BMXer. And he's like, it wasn't that much fun because he was never allowed to just go enjoy himself. Like yeah. people always expected him to be like pushing further and further. And then you're going to get hurt. And like, yep. he's like, I could never just go to the skate park and ride with my friends. Like people always wanted to see the craziest stuff. And it was like somebody like Mark Morris. I think he is a snowboarder who he loves the pressure too. So that's why he's so good at it because as much as he loves riding with his friends, and I'm sure he still prefers that he, st- he also loves the pressures of competing and, and performing in front of people and pushing himself. And that's when that kind of thing, I think you can do for a long time for a living. But I think there's a lot of people who, yeah, take those hobbies and then you get to a certain point and they're like, this isn't fun anymore. Like it's. What about being like a guide? You know, yeah. if you were like, if you love hunting or fishing or like you went on your cat skiing trips, like what if that's what you love to do and then you could somehow turn that into, you know, being a guide? I thought of that too. And I, I think even that wouldn't be quite as enjoyable. 
Because you'd be mostly concerned about somebody else having a good yeah, time. Yeah, because your job as a guide is, it's it's so dangerous back there. Like as a, as a backcountry guide, you know, you have to be so aware of what everybody's doing that I think you might not enjoy it yourself, even if you do get a couple laps on untouched powder, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for like, you know, hunting and fishing guides, yeah, you get to be in your favorite spot in nature, but, um, you know, you'd have really wealthy clients coming through who would expect the very best and yeah, might suck some of the fun out of it for you. But all in all, still would be a damn good job. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I had a song to give you guys for Retail Rock. Oh, oh. please. Um, I always find that every time I go to the grocery store, they're playing Huey Lewis. And it's usually Huey Lewis. Um, uh, what's the song? I Want a New like, Drug? Do you, no, do you Believe in uh, Love? Oh, do man. He is straight retail rock. Super. Yeah. Straight retail Super rock. Super like retail the, rock, yep. Retail Rock Hall of Famer, perhaps? I yep. can't believe we haven't brought him up yet. I know, that's silly. How stupid of us. next time, because to me, when I think retail rock, I think Huey Lewis. Listen to that. Oh, my God. You could, like, you could take any, any Huey Lewis song and put that grocery store effect on it, and it sounds right at home, doesn't yep. it? Huey Lewis is one of those artists where you're like, man, I know like a dozen of this guy's songs, and I don't have any of his, I don't have any of his records or anything. They're just no, no, they're just I, around. But here's the thing: when you were working on it, you were putting that effect on those songs, and when I heard them without the effect, I didn't recognize them. <laughs> I, don't, I only know them with the effect. If I heard them otherwise, whoa, what's this new banger? Yeah, see. Huey Lewis was huge in the 80s. He's designed his voice just to be perfect in that (laughs) speaker. Like, he just really comes through. Yeah, now he only basically only lives in the speaker's grocery stores. Yeah. Uh, While we're talking retail rock, a couple others from Blair. Okay. There's this one, which when Blair said it, I didn't know it until I heard it. But. Oh, yeah. That's Mr. Mister. Yep. I think Tupac sampled that song, and that's I'm more familiar with that version. Me than, too. Than the original. Mm-hmm. And then also from Blair, the, this one by Jewel. Oh yeah. Man, if you're like not in a good place and you go grocery shopping, and that one comes over the speakers, oh like that could be enough to. Yeah. <laughs> Jewel. Jewel's kind of. Jewel's in the jewel case of, of real tail rock now. Like, yeah. That's kind of where she lives. She's got some pain in that heart. And yeah, it, uh, she does. It really comes through over those grocery store that's speakers. Cool. Like, crying over the rutabagas so listening to this. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I'm on this uh, snowboarding forum and somebody recently posted about how the last run of the day is when all the injuries happen. And it's... It's so tr- it's so common and so true amongst even my friends that we have actually taken to calling the last run second last run. And right. of course, I remember we, that. Right, yeah. we all know that it's the last run, but we just say it because it's true. Like the last run is always the one where something happens, so you don't even want to say it out loud. Just it's a because. superstition. It's kind yeah. of a superstition, and we're not superstitious people, but we still will just say it like that. But it got me thinking. I was like, does this happen with other sports? Like, if you're a speed skater, I wonder if your last lap is known as the time that you're most prone to get injury. You know what I mean? 
It's a good question. Yeah, because like wherever, whenever, at whatever point in the competition, you're you're leaving it all out there, right? You're emptying the tank. That's just it. Maybe I was, th- I was thinking like it's so common amongst you know snowboarders and skiers, and I was like I can't think of many other sports where that's the case, but it's got to be. And I think the reason for it is again just because by the end of the day you're getting tired. Yep. So you're starting to get a little lazy. Yeah. That's when you make stupid mistakes, and mm-hmm. that's when you fall, and then you hurt yourself. So I was like, you'd think that it would be happening in various sports as well, but I just I can't think off the top of my head where. I think it's like that for some jobs. And that's what I was wondering too. If for physical jobs, like, does that happen? Are more injuries happening at the end of the day on on like with physical jobs? I would imagine. I would also think if you're rushing. If yeah. you're rushing to get something done. Because right. even sometimes, you know, like when I'm working in my shop, I'll be like, all right, I just want to get this last thing done before I go in for supper. And I'm rushing to get it done. And that's when you start to get careless. Right. right. When you're, yeah. You so, know that it's like 5 p.m. is coming. And you're like, okay, yeah. we want to wrap this up. Let's yeah. speed it up. And maybe not being as careful. Interesting. That might be the best comparison. Yeah. Yeah. But I wondered, you know, like, at the, yeah, like in the, the dying minutes of a hockey game, are you more likely to go down and block a shot? Are you more like, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Just do things not in the way you should mm-hmm. or. You know, your form isn't as good, so you're going to get injured that way. Very interesting. Because, yeah, it's just funny that the most common one and the one we know about the most is skiing and snowboarding. And, again, within anybody who skis, like, everybody knows that. Last run, always the run for the injury. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think I've been injured on the last run before. Because I'm like, I'm going to send it on this one because then it won't ruin my day. I will actually try and physically convince my brain be like, ah, maybe I am actually down for one more after this so that I don't just get into that mode of like, oh, let's relax. I'm almost at the bottom. And then... Yeah. <laughs> I remember the last time I thought that I was like, I'll, I won't let this, I'll do it now so it doesn't ruin my day. And then it just ruined the next few years of my life while I recover from that injury. So yeah. Yeah. don't do that. <laughs> no. no. BNS in 20 minutes or less. A commercial came on TV for camo that's good for all seasons. So I didn't realize that there was different seasons of camo. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, it makes perfect sense because you think about it and you're like, well, obviously the foliage and stuff changes color, so you need to have the camo to match. Camo has to match the environment or it Holy doesn't work that well. That is unbelievable. So so hunters have closets full of different colors of camo. I'm just picturing Terry on the runway to display the camo <laughs> that's in season. You know, when I heard that, it's camo for all seasons. I'm like, oh, this is this is phenomenal. Oh, yes. We are sitting front row near the runway for Outdoor Fashion Week where there are some sensational camouflage patterns on display. You can put on your fancy camo or your casual camo. There is a camo for every occasion. Here comes Terry. Isn't he striking in his Bottomland camo by Mossy Oak? Wait, wait, where is, where is Terry? I can't see him. He's camouflaged. He's all but invisible. This is the pattern that rocked the hunting fashion world to its foundation upon its release. Whether you're hiding in the bushes to spy on the hot mamas at the beach or walking the runway, this is the versatile look for both. Sensational, Terry. Oh, it's beautiful, Terry. We can't even see you. Where did you go again? (laughs) The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So, Becker, we talk quite often about how live, laugh, love is one of those staple white girl sayings that everybody has in their home, including me, okay? And... Uh, Trevor, friend of the show, Trevor obviously knows this and sent me this video on Instagram from a guy who was staying at this this Airbnb Oh, this video. Chalet. Shauna, I would say oh. no fewer than ten people sent me this video. Oh my like it must God. have it must have blown up pretty big online it and everybody have. saw it. They're like Yeah. 
we'll send it to Beckler and Shauna because, yeah, I probably had it sent to me by 10 different people. It's a funny video. And, I mean, it's a snowboard chalet, so Trevor was like, this is fitting for you because we know you like snowboarding. You should probably check this out. But it is a shrine to Live, Laugh, Love. Like, it is... I don't even know how many times this... Somebody is very, very adamant about living, laughing, and loving who who did this chalet. Like, just listen to, this is what happened when he walked around. Obviously, you can't see everything he's pointing out. But this is how many times Live, Laugh, Love is in this place. So we got the laugh, love, live mirrors here. We got live, love, laugh. We go in the bathroom here. We got live, laugh, love. We come out here to the rug. We got live, laugh, love. We come over here. We got life, live, Love, laugh, live, laugh, love, live, laugh, love, laugh, love, live, laugh, love, live. Come we got, on. We got, we got, we got, we got live, laugh, love. We got laugh, love, live. That's it. Holy <laughs> s***. Now we got laugh, laugh, love. Holy <laughs> Holy crap. Like this person worships living, laughing, and loving. If it's a joke, it's a really funny joke. I like hope. Especially if you have a, like, a rental property like that. Absolutely. You just deck it out with this. Just every time. If it's not a joke, mm. maybe I wouldn't stay there. Maybe I, I'd be a little scared. I mean, I I hope that that's in the descriptions because, yeah, if not, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could handle that much living, laughing, and loving. You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.